Hey, my name's Eric McCoy, and this is Walk a Mile in My Shoes. As always, I am with Lona Curry. That's right. I'm Lona Curry. I am the transgender mentor, and I'm grateful, as always, to be here doing this project with my good friend and my brother, Eric McCoy. Oh, what a topic, man. Yeah. What a topic, you guys. I love it. I yeah, love it. So we are going to return to a date that actually wasn't that long ago. That was created a huge disruption in the United States. Ooh. Yes. And the question that we're going to look at, was it called for? Did it do anything? Mm. Now, January 6, 2021 is obviously what I am speaking of. And of course, on this date, we had a mob of supporters of Donald Trump. They attacked the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. They sought to overturn his defeat right, in the 2020 yeah. presidential election by interfering or disrupting the joint session of Congress that assembled to count the votes that would formalize president-elect Joe Biden as. So let us see if we can walk in the shoes of those who attacked the Capitol. That's actually what we want to look at today, is the people that actually did this. Uh, we've tried to walk in the mile in you know, Trump's shoes. <laughs> well, and I want you to know, though, I really, really tried to play devil's advocate in this one because I really, really, really tried my best from a psychological standpoint, you know, as I was starting this to walk a mile in those shoes, you know, like I really said, OK, well, I know Eric's going to have some great stuff. So I want to see what it's like to be on that side. And I was doing it up until a certain point. And then yeah, I'm actually going to ask I'm going to actually ask you to do that today. Good. So good. good. <laughs> now we talked about propaganda, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and we discussed how dangerous propaganda was, and we determined that nothing could be proven regarding the big lie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, it still, of course, has not been proven. But I was thinking more about the protesters, and you know, again, not those that actually pushed the propaganda. Right. Right. Can we make sense of this? And if I truly believed that Trump won, and I was a supporter of that very weird man, yes, would I fight <laughs> as hard as those people did? Now, that's a great question. You know, there's been a lot of talk with Trump pushing for violence. And, you know, if you're a leader and I say that term, quote unquote, lightly, <laughs> We're going to encourage you to take a stand because your country is being taken over. Mm. How hard would you fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this goes back to thinking for yourself, which is what I talk about all the time. We got to re be reminded that Trump's honesty has not always been his ability or, right. or maybe his priority. <laughs> right. I like the word priority. <laughs> He has, at least, I've never heard him say, go out and kill people. Right, right, right. And I've never heard any explicit black and white statements of hurting people. Knock the crap out of them. Like to punch him in the face. Done well, but I would have been boom, 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 I'll beat that. I don't know if I'll do the fighting myself or if other people will. Maybe he should have been roughed up because it was absolutely disgusting what he was doing. If you see somebody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of him, would you? Seriously. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. 
<laughs> well, he may have sounded like it, but now I'm sure he was joking. Yeah. Right. The president yeah. <laughs> wouldn't promote hurting our people, right? <laughs> right. Well, he's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so what I actually wanted to show you was a, a tweet. Trump tweeted this, and this was tweeted on May 29th, 2020, in reference to the clashes between protesters and police in, in Minneapolis following George Floyd's death. But what sticks out into this, and if you can sort of read this, um, is he actually says, when looting starts, the shooting starts. Mm. <laughs> Why did he say that? Mm. Now, what a lot of people think is Trump coming up with his own brilliant statements. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's usually not the case. <laughs> Although Trump actually denied, and he was asked this, um, knowing any historical meaning. And I want to give this information real quick, because this does say something. Again, we're working towards elevating things to bring mm -hmm. it up to January 6th. So there was in right. 1967. Miami police chief, um, Walter Headley, he used this phrase, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And according to a news report at the time during hearings about crime in the Florida city, it mm. created an enormous amount of anger with a lot of the civil rights leaders. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Headley was head of the police force for 20 years, you know, and he referred to his quote unquote, get tough policy on crime during a 1967 news conference as a war on, and this is what he said, and this is the quote, young hoodlums from 15 to 21 who wow. have taken advantage of the civil rights campaign. Wow. <laughs> and we don't mind being accused of police brutality. Wow. wow. Now, Headley's use of the phrase is thought to have contributed to an enormous amount of the race riots that went on, including mm -hmm. probably one of the most serious ones. It was in Miami in 1980 when there was a black man, Arthur McDuffie, mm -hmm. who was beaten into a coma by up to a dozen white police officers after he ran a red light on a motorcycle. Wow. And he later died wow. of the injuries. Wow. And it was also a statement made by George Wallace in 1968, which we could actually do an oh, entire gosh. show on. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially since I was living in Alabama at that time growing up, and George Wallace was like a constant thorn in the ass. It was, right. it was awful. Yeah. yeah, should definitely do one on George. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to begin with looking at statements prior to January 6th. So we can actually see how this situation escalated. Yeah. Maybe how the mob was created. Yeah, mentality. absolutely. And, you know, as we've said many times before, the greatest problem with people in our country is not asking for proof of something. Yes. Gosh, yes. Yes. I teach people how there's a difference between needing to be right mm. and the truth. Yes. Yes. Gosh, yes. Now, no matter which person was declared the victor, and you're being told that it is a lie mm -hmm. and that it was stolen, Yeah, I want to ask that simple question. Please prove it. And again, not just photos that 
but clear, hard data. Right, know, right. We all know that photos can be misleading. Right. They can be wrong. Right. Or they could be proof if you're crazy. Well, and da- and uh, data that, again, like Eric's saying, to break it down even further, that we can go behind other than pictures. And even if you have pictures, bring some alternative stuff with them to make sure that we can search this stuff without having to go down the rabbit hole of the black web, the dark web, and and find it. Let yep. this be something we can all find. Yep. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Now with the proof of for somebody crazy, I want to actually show you proof of this. And here's a man convinced that this video was, well, just take a look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that it was people like me and people like you see over there in that crowd that did it. Who? Who was behind? FBI, CIA, Antifa were used, other other groups like that. It seemed like a lot of them were going into the Capitol to attack Nancy Pelosi and perhaps Who? hang. Who? What's that? Who? Which one? The one with the bullhorns? He's not a Trump supporter. I don't care what his resume says. He's not a Trump supporter. In fact, do you remember the picture of the plane in Afghanistan with all the people running next to it? That was a balloon plane. If you look at the pictures of the real plane, and there's pieces that are missing from the real plane to that plane. So you're saying there's a conspiracy around the Afghanistan withdrawal? No, I'm saying that there was one guy there who ran. It's the only guy who turned to the camera and waved his hands. Do y'all remember that? Everybody remember that? He's the guy with the horns on his hat. He was in Afghanistan. Yes, go look at the pictures. I think he's in jail right now. No, that's what they tell Who's gonna? Are we gonna find pictures of like the horn guy in like the background of old Civil War photos or in paintings of the Revolutionary War? I'm just telling you the picture looks just like. (laughs) (laughs) I was like looking at it. I even tried to really analyze it. I tried to bring the guy's face up as close as I could. And I was like, I'm not seeing it. It doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it's not a definite. Yeah. Maybe it could be. Maybe. Maybe I mean, we could be crazy. Who knows? knows? We could be. It could be us, man. It could be us, the free thinkers that are insane. Okay. So, Lona, here's the deal. I want you to be a huge Trump supporter here. Okay. And I want you to be upset that he lost. Now, just imagine this. All right. So about five months ago, before the election, you received an email with the greatest dream that you have ever had, a request and an honor to join the Trump army. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the, I want to show you, the, um, show you what you received. Friend, mm. this email is for patriots only. That's me. You've been identified as one of President Trump's fiercest and most loyal defenders. And according to your donor file, you make an excellent addition to the Trump army. Oh, man, that makes it feel so personal. Yeah, when you become a member of the Trump army today, we'll give you access to get our never-before-seen limited edition Camo Keep America Great hat. The president wants you and every other member 
of the exclusive Trump army to have something to identify yourselves with and to let everyone know that you are the president's first line of defense Defense. when it comes to fighting of the liberal mob. Mm. These limited Mm. edition American-made hats are for Trump army members only. So do not pass this information on to anyone. Oh my gosh. That makes me feel so Did I get this? So special. How did you get this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't did you break know. into my email? I, I think I did. I must have. But we do want you to contribute 35 bucks or more right now to join the Trump army. Oh, I'm on it. And we will send you your very mm-hmm. own camo Keep America Great hat. It's only 35 bucks and you get the Man. hat. And then you are in the army. I am a part of something. I am a part of something. What? What mental mind fuckery? (laughs) Right? (laughs) What mental mind fuckery? And we wonder why this shit blew up. I mean, if you look at that, you know, it's like you are the first line of defense. Like we're literally at war now, you know? That's right. Defense against the liberal mob. The mob. You say mob and it brings up these visual you know, thoughts of these, you know, teeth gnashing, you know, liberal, gay and transgender people just gnashing my life and my rights away, killing my kids, raping them. I mean, just that's the mental picture that comes up when you even say the word mob. Yeah. This was, I mean, and that's like the, I mean, that's the word violence. We want yes. a mob, you know, yes. the second amendment, you know, we're fighting, you know, Trump fighting yep. the second amendment, right to bear arms. Yes. Bear arms, mob. Yes. Defense. First line. First line in the of field. defense. Yeah. And the more, and, and, and the more I make you feel special and a part of this, which is a marketing campaign, ladies mm. and gentlemen, Mm-hmm. You don't break out your wallet unless you feel special and called to do so. Yeah. 35 bucks. $35. So you need 35 bucks and you get the hat and then you That's join it. the army. That's it. That is it. So Woo! September 29th, 2020, Trump had a debate mm-hmm. with Biden. And I want to say he spoke to your people, your people. I know it. And he had a very clear message. Yes, he did. <laughs> do you want to call him? What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and white supremacists and right proud boys. boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This is, this is a left wing. This is a left wing White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what oh, his really? it's an idea. FBI, his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. So yep. I want you to stand back, but stand by. But, but. That's right. And in in talking about that Proud Boy Art organization, you know, that was, you know, I I, I took the words of what that organization was about from a proclaimed Proud Boy himself who said we stand for um, nonviolence against women. And, and And that rang in my ears right up until it was a woman that first lost her life. 
A woman who was the first to lose her life in that capital. And the only thing that all the proud boys and supporters could do was yell, you killed her. And I'm thinking to myself, how did that cop kill her when it was not the mob behind her that was pushing this through? But this is what you say. Yeah. You know, I have a question and this is, you know, if, if I am anti-fascist, anti-white supremacy and anti-dictatorship, am I a member of Antifa? Right. I mean, you know, and if that is the case as Americans, we should probably all be against fascism. Mm -hmm. You know, fascism is an anti governmental system led by a dictator having complete power mm-hmm. forcibly uh, suppressing opposition and criticism and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and usually often racism yeah you know as, and i love to study history i'm going to tell you why far right extremists love fascism they keep mentioning the left, but I think people should reconsider because examples of fascism, Mussolini, who apparently was the grandson of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we've learned here. <laughs> Hitler, right. Was a fascist and whose supporters love Trump. Fascists yep. made no secret of their hatred of Marxists from totalitarian communists to democratic socialists Mm. in the United States, the Ku Klux Klan, right? That was, you know, the white supremacist organization that was founded at the end of the civil war. Yeah. They were revived in 1915 and they displayed some fascist characteristics. One, you know, one of its offshoots, the black Legion, had some mm. 60,000 members in the early 30s, and they committed numerous acts of arson and bombings. You know, as things move forward in the election, he continued to support harassment yep. of his opposition. Yep. Yep. Harassment, violence, absolutely. And so absolutely. here's an example um, from November 1st, 2020, and this was in Washington, Michigan. Do you see the way our people, they, you know, they were protecting his bus yesterday because they're nice. So his bus, they had hundreds of cars, Trump, Trump, Trump and the American flag. That's it. You see Trump and American flag. I always say, if you look at a group and you don't see the American flag, you know, that's the opposition. You know. And I say that Congress and I'm going to do very hard for this because we have to go through a big deal. But I say when somebody burns the American flag, they should go to jail for one year. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> before we actually talk about the supporters protecting the Biden bus, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to remind everyone about his comments on burning the American flag. And I thought this was interesting, right? And there's actually two points on this. The first is the U.S. Supreme Court has held that the government cannot prohibit citizens from desecrating the American flag. You know, Congress has repeatedly mm-hmm. attempted to outlaw flag burning uh, through various different legislation and constitutional amendments, but none of those attempts succeeded. And the 
Supreme Court has tried to define free speech in several of its opinions. So basically, you know, it's, it's stated that speech covers areas beyond talking and writing. The court interpreted the First Amendment to apply to uh, symbolic expressions such as burning flags, burning crosses, wearing armbands, and other various wow. things, right? Yeah, yeah. The court also held that the government generally can't restrict speech based on its content. And that means, you know, the government can't stop someone from expressing an idea just because most people find it offensive, right? And, th- mm-hmm. and this is because mm-hmm. the government doesn't have a right to decide what ideas right. or information people are allowed right. to hear. <laughs> Correct. Right. Right. And again, this just kind of goes back to ignorance of Trump um, and probably a lot of his supporters. Yeah. Well, Trump is playing into the things he has narrowed in. Like we got, we cannot forget that Trump has been less of an American supporter and more of a business mastermind over these his career in, in, in the public eye and even before. He is a master marketer. He knows how to take what's important to you. This man has studied the type of people when he made his campaign, what his mm-hmm. campaign was going to be. Mm-hmm. He studied the types of people and what they stood for and what they loved. You, I would be willing to bet that there are that, that that Trump is not a flag flying American. He's probably never flown an American flag a day in his life. Wait, we saw all. him. We saw him hug a flag. Oh, we did. Yeah, did you ever see he he hugged a flag? You know, the no, other thing I was thinking it. about though, like we say, like you know, burning a flag isn't it kind of desecrating the United States when you're carrying a a Confederate flag? Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right. we're saying fuck you to the Union. That's right. That's right. You might as well be. That's an amazing point. It's an amazing point. It's very good point. But he's playing into the minds of these supporters. He's talking about things that he knows is going to get a row out of them. He knows what to talk about in order to get this boil going. Hmm. He knows it. He knows it. You know, I also want to say that burning an American flag is actually something that the government has done for a long time. Free, free expression has a different context, right? But mm-hmm. according to the U.S. flag code, the flag, when it's in a condition that's no longer a fitting emblem for display, mm-hmm. should be destroyed in various different ways, preferably by burning. There and you that, go. <laughs> according to the code, is a dignified way of disposing of a flag. <laughs> contradiction in terms i guess yes. right <laughs> welcome to the government yep. <laughs> so i want to make a mention of what a democracy is versus mm. a dictatorship mm. okay mm. and this has been discussed about trump seeking this as far as i have been able to kind of find and many think that the us can't become this but can't it You know, history tells us some things that question that possibility. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're a Trump fan or you're not, consider this. Really think about this. You know, I like being in a democracy, although we're actually more of a republic Mm -hmm. than democracy. 
But think about how this might fit. Okay, dictators rise to power in a democracy through various different ways, right? One is the is what they call a political polarization, where the competing political sides no longer want to cooperate with one another. Hmm. That, allowing violent or extremist groups to take over politics instead. <clears throat> Democracies fall into a dictatorship when elites, which are people in important positions in society, such as political leadership, business, mm -hmm. finance, religion, or the military feel that the democratic system no longer works for them. Oh, wow. The system is at odds with their financial political interests. Now these seek non-democratic alternatives that will protect their wealth, their status, that's what it's about. Political influence from being taken away by rival elites <laughs> or even average voters. An important part, right? And when you really think about this, of preventing uh, this type of thing from turning into a dictatorship is to resist the political strongmen. Mm. These people typically enter the political stage claiming to be an outsider to the political establishment, a businessman, right? Uh -oh. And vowing to get tough, quote unquote, on everyone that is apparently sapping the nation's strength, thereby saving the nation, right? Make America great again. Mm -hmm. You know, these mm -hmm. people typically blame minorities. They blame immigrants and yep. the political opposition. They accuse typically with these, the left, of being Marxists or socialists, and they say they are the only one that is going to be able to, to restore the country. Yep. If it goes to the mm. other side, the country is destroyed. I'm the only one that can do this. Wow. These people say that to rescue the country, they need to have all the barriers to their power removed. Because again, remember Trump, I can do anything I want. That's right. Now, they often That's believe right. that democratic institutions, such as the political checks and balances, are an unnecessary hindrance on their power, and that these barriers only serve to, quote unquote, stop things from getting done. And for strongmen, getting things done means silencing, intimidating, and even persecuting their enemies. Lock them up, mm. lock them up, lock That's them up right. until they can no longer participate in national politics. Kind of mm. seeing a consistency. Now think about yeah. that. You know, yeah. Biden had to cancel a debate because of Trump fans because they were, well, they were protecting Biden. Yeah. Kind of strange, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also another quality of dictatorship is the second part of this video. Watch this. Mm. Oh, Look at that. <gasps> oh my God. We're in New Brunfels, Texas, and we are welcoming Kamala Harris with the New Brunfels Troop Train. It'd be great if you guys would all get together, head down to McAllen, and give Kamala Harris a nice Trump train welcome. Oh, my 
You should lock her up, I'll tell you. Lock up the Bidens. Lock up Hillary. Lock them up. Yeah, lock them up. I'll tell you something, though. It's very lock them up. You should lock them up. Lock up the Bidens. Lock up Hillary. What is going on with Omar? I've been reading these reports for two years about how corrupt and crooked she is. Let's get with it. Let's get with it. That was the Mueller group. That was the Mueller group. Remember Obama? Adam Schiff, Jerry Nadler, they have to be accountable. That is the epitome. Yep. I mean, That's think about that, right? That's the definition, you That's know? That's the definition. We lock up our opposition. Think about that. Think about how scary that is. It's extremely scary. And to talk about, you know, how many actual suicides happened in the election of Trump. Mm-hmm. There were many suicides that we don't often talk about of people that were just so scared of what was going to happen to the country, what was going to happen to them as a, as an oppressed, you know, people already. And, and our, and our suicides, you know, jumped up in numbers during that time. I mean, this is scary. I mean, I mean, these supporters are wanting like a dictator. I mean, that's, that's insane. I mean, you're a supporter. I mean, how do you even do that? (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly i i know i don't even understand myself at this point and then what's more horrifying is the amount of women that are back there in that supporting a man who has very openly said you know i can grab you by the pussy and do what i want to do well you know what's Gosh, funny is that really? they I've read a lot of things and I've heard a lot of stuff that, you know, he places people behind him for a mm. particular reason. I wouldn't doubt that. It's like picking a jury, like no, picking a I jury. Mean, he'll, he'll have like his one black guy that he knows. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know an I'm Asian guy. They're not racist. Guy. Oh, the I'm not racist. I, I know an Asian guy and I know a black guy and Yeah. Well, you know, that makes absolute sense because women create a a less sense of fear. Mm -hmm. Women create a a more um, just loving type atmosphere. And and it's amazing how we don't pay attention to all of the factors that go into our daily life and our daily programming. It is environmental. It is emotional. It is internal. It is speech. It is through visual and all of this is being, don't think for one second, there aren't people that are paid to set all of that stuff up just right. Yeah. So it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy yep. or pissed off either yep. way. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So Trump, then he repeatedly criticized that we won't know who won for days, for weeks, and even months or years until after the election. <laughs> yeah. Now, what some people. He predicted that. Yeah, what some people may not have realized was that Trump knew he was going to lose. Oh, God, yeah. And how do we know this? Because this was posted. I'm going to show you a video that was posted two and a half months before the election. 
We are going to have an election that takes place on a beautiful day, November 3rd. And usually at the end of the evening, they say, Donald Trump has won the election. Donald Trump is your new president. Whatever they say, you know what? You're not going to know this possibly if you really did it right for months or for years. Because these ballots are all going to be lost. They're going to be gone. And just take a look at a smaller basis. But it's great tests. We're doing tests. I mean, these are — you could call them polls. You could call them tests. Look at what's happening all over the country where you have universal mail-in. So Wait a minute. The ballots are lost. There's fraud. There's theft. It's, it's happening all over the place. Now, we're going to do it with this whole vast big section of the country. It's crazy. Okay, so the election hadn't even happened. How, how are they right. lost? Right, right, they, right. How Where's are they the stolen? Yeah, yeah. Where's all the fraud? I don't understand. It's predicting. Lay the groundwork in people's minds. Let them go ahead and start suspecting this is not even going to be a fair election. Yeah. Again, let's let the water boil slowly yep. until we have our big insurrection moment. Well, and again, you know, he knew he was going to lose, right? Because he was not going to declare fraud if he won. Right. I right. mean, that would that would really be a dumb thing to say. Right. If, right. If I won. <laughs> exactly. But but it exactly. was fraud. <laughs> so Absolutely. he's telling you, right, that I am going to lose. But because I'm a narcissist and yeah. can't lose, it's going right. to be fraud. Think about it's, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only thing you that makes it. any sense. Any. Yeah. Any sense whatsoever. So as, as days get closer, he, he gets asked if there would be a peaceful transition of power. Mm, yes. Remember, yeah. with mm -hmm. fascists, okay, and we got to remember this, with fascists, there would never be a peaceful transition of power. Mm -mm. And here he mm -mm. is with the question that is literally part of the foundation of our country. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transfer of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. And, I understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit uh, to making sure that there's a no, peaceful transfer of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. Okay. Now, I want you, I want you to think about this for a second, right? <laughs> get rid of the ballots. Get rid of the ballots. You know what? Just get rid of the election, right? Because then there that's will right. not be a transfer of power. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's literally what he said. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. <laughs> we don't even need to vote. Let's just not vote. Let's just keep me moving on. That's right. And let's just make president for life. That's right. He said that one time. <laughs> he said, he actually said when he was in China, you know, he made a comment because they changed their thing to allow president for life now. Right. Wow. And, uh, and he made a comment, well, you know, we should probably do the same thing. <laughs> of course, you narcissist. Yeah. Of course. Okay. So November 13th, 2020, right. After the election and Trump's mm -hmm. loss. Right, his allies create 
a media campaign and a call to action of his supporters. Right? General Michael Flynn, who was the former national security advisor, and this is what he tweeted. Right? He said, this is a series of constitutional crises as our nation has ever faced. We will only be the beacon of hope for the world if we are willing to stand with courage and integrity and defend our republic. Now, I want you to listen to the words Trump uses. And clearly, you can see his intentions. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. Implement doubt. Implement doubt. Because he isn't even talking about what he called illegal ballots. He's just saying we don't want ballots that haven't been counted yet to be counted. Mm -hmm. Think Mm -hmm. about that. Yep. So Trump loses, right? And now we need to fire up your people, Lona. That's right. So how do we do this? Now, because you only watch Trump news. That's right. Fox, Tucker. That's that's it. And you have a Twitter account that is solely Trump fans. Absolutely. Because I don't want to see anything else. Absolutely Only like not. thinkers. Only like minds. Only. <laughs> Keep my world small, baby. Yeah. And then it's safe. Safe Ab- and small. Yep, absolutely. And so you catch this from Lynn Wood, who mm. was a member of Trump's legal team. Mm. Good morning. Our country is headed to civil war a war created by third-party bad actors for their benefit, not for Mm. we the people. Communist China is leading the nefarious efforts to take away our freedom. President Trump must follow the precedent of Abraham Lincoln and declare martial law. Man, I'm fired up. I am fired up. Absolutely. You should be. And, you know, when martial law is in effect, right, the military commander of an area or country has unlimited authority to make and enforce laws. That's right. Martial law is justified, right? right, When civilian authority has ceased to function, is completely absent or has become ineffective. Yep. And And that was the hope. Yeah, and further, martial law suspends all existing laws, yep. as well as civil authority and the ordinary administration of justice. Yep, and that was the hope. Yep. That was the hope for January the 6th, that we could run the, all of those House members out of the White House, mm-hmm. have everyone turn around and run so that our President Trump could declare martial law and stay in power yeah because happen one way or the other yeah because in this case we could then easily bend to a dictator that's right that's exactly right and as we've discussed fascism (laughs) absolutely absolutely 
So who is this Lynn Wood, right? Well, Hmm. I want to show you something. Here's Lynn Wood so that you can get an image of someone who has literally destroyed the premise of (laughs) elected by the people for the people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God Almighty created every one of us and he created Donald Trump and he gave him a task to fulfill in his life. And that was to be president of the United States in 2020. And he's going to be president of the United States for four more years. Watch it happen. The people will not allow it to be taken away from them. And neither and neither will almighty God. God's going to save this country. The people are the rock and we're going to slay Goliath, the communists, the liberals, the phonies. Joe Biden will never set foot in the Oval Office of this country. It will not happen on our watch. Line up the black folks and the white woman. That's what I'm saying. You got the two black people behind. (laughs) You got him on his big four. And and does that not sound like every halftime locker room speech on on any given football Monday night, Sunday, Saturday, whatever flipping day we play, does that not sound like every come from behind locker room talk 100 i mean it's even like rallies i mean it's like i mean they're like you're going to a football game i mean you got people painting their faces and i mean the it's like (laughs) (laughs) so as the word spread that biden stole the election Mm. on december 6 2020 Armed protesters arrive at the home of Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, threatening oh, wow. violence after the results of the election. Take a look at this. Mm. So the actions of these latest protesters are an extension of the noise and clouded efforts to spread false information about the security and accuracy of our elections that were all endured in the months since the polls closed on November 3rd. Through threats of violence, intimidation, and bullying. The armed people outside my home and their political allies seek to undermine and silence the will and voices of every voter in the state, no matter who they voted for. Their goal is to overturn and append the results of an election that are clear and unequivocal in that 5.5 million Michigan citizens participated in. And so obviously there were 60 or more lawsuits that were filed, which Mm -hmm. none of them won. (laughs) And Imagine that. <laughs> I came across one and I just wanted to show this one. And I thought it was kind of funny, which actually show a, it might actually show a possible reason. Some may not have even been considered. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this one was filed in late November. Now this one was <laughs> filed. And if you notice in the United States, notice the spelling of district mm. court, Northern <laughs> Dish yeah. of Georgia. <laughs> uh, not, not really looked at very well. No. <laughs> Was there no proofreader in this case? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I, I just wanted to show that one just because that was funny. But now that's in, pretty funny. In, in the same one, we also come across this for the reasons plaintiff. Ask this court to enter a judgment in their favor and provide the following emergency relief. Number one, in order directing Governor Kemp, Secretary Raffensperger, I don't know if I pronounce that, and the Georgia State Board of Elections to, to decertify the election results. Number two, in order 
enjoining government Kemp, Governor Kemp from transmitting the currently certified election results to the Electoral College. And number three, an order requiring Governor Kemp to transmit certified election results that state that President Donald Trump is the winner of the election. Wow. <laughs> so we're just going to say, you know what? Fuck it. Just make him the winner. That's right. Just yeah. make him the winner. Yeah. Can we just stop the noise and make him the winner already? I mean, seriously. Yeah. He's still the president. He's still my president. <laughs> yep. So December 19th, Trump begins to rally support around a large gathering of his supporters in Washington, D.C. And this, you know, for on January 6th. And Trump tweets this statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Right. And then, quote, big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. We'll be wild. You've declared an army. You've declared the time to be there. So I still don't understand how we impeached and yet then acquitted Trump of inciting this riot. I don't get it. I, I don't either. I don't I really, get it. I really don't. Um, well, and what even gets scarier for this whole thing was that December 20th, you had General Flynn that retweets a call for President Trump to, quote unquote, and I don't know if you'd heard this, cross the Rubicon. No. And this was made by Kelly Ward, uh, who's the chair of the Arizona Republican Party. And this was her tweet. Mr. President, at Real Donald Trump, we are with you in hashtag Arizona. We are working every avenue to stop this coup and to stop our republic from crumbing. Probably crumbling. (laughs) Patriots are united. Those who are against us are exposing themselves. Hashtag liberty and hashtag freedom are on the line. Hashtag cross the Rubicon at General Flynn. (laughs) And so it kind of reminds me a little of lack of intelligence or understanding actually with these idiots. And yeah. Sorry, Lona, for calling your people idiots. I got to own it. I got to own it. But I want to make mention on crossing the Rubicon, right? In her attempt to, quote unquote, stop this coup and save the Republic, right? (laughs) So Julius Caesar crossing the Rubicon marked the end of the Roman Republic and the start of civil war, right? And things do not end well with Caesar, right? But if your concern is, Saving a republic from an autocrat, it's probably best to understand your historical analogies before, well, probably before crossing the Rubicon. (laughs) But that's not what we do, remember? We just hear something that sounds right and feels right, and we go with it. Yeah, because that phrase phrase has more generally come to refer to passing a point of no return. (laughs) So that's what we do. We don't do things for ourselves. We don't research. We don't think if it comes through the lines that we trust, Fox News, Tucker Carlson, and all of they speak the truth. And they do because they speak what I feel is right. Therefore, it's got to be the truth. Absolutely. Now, we had warnings that this was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So prior to January 6th, by former uh, Trump 
White House official Olivia Troy on December 28th, she said that she is, quote unquote, very concerned that there will be violence on January 6th because the president himself encourages it. Mm-hmm. We've proven that. Well, you know, I, I am actually very concerned that there will be violence on January 6th because the president himself is encouraging it. This is what he does. He tweets, he incites it, he gets his followers and supporters to behave in this manner. And these people think that they're being patriotic because they are supporting Donald Trump uh, and their loyal followers. And I think, you know, in terms of his legacy, this is a president who <laughs> calls himself the president of law and order. I've seen anything but that. Nobody was going to listen. Yeah, no, like nobody was going to listen. We knew this was coming. Like there was no way around it. And when you, you're talking about a set of, of, of human beings that call themselves deeply religious, would call themselves Christians, flag-waving patriots. And none of them are going to ever admit to this day that they've been duped by a fucking hustler. Mm-hmm. They're not going to admit it because how embarrassing me as a Trump supporter right now, I'm thoroughly embarrassed, right? That I just got splatted with narcissistic load over this whole thing. Yeah. And I've got even more for you here. Okay. Now this is going to make you feel even shittier, right? So January 4th, January 4th, 2021 on the eve of the two days of events, right? In DC, right? You had the Proud Boys leader, Enrique and I think it's Tario, right, is arrested in Washington, D.C. as President Trump and Donald Trump Jr. call for supporters to, quote unquote, fight like hell. Right now, he's arrested in D.C. for burning a Black Lives Matter banner that he had mm-hmm. taken from a black church during December's Stop the Rally or Stop the Steel Rally. Now, he's found to be in possession of two high capacity firearm magazines. And he's charged for their possessions. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, he's obviously a huge supporter of Trump and believes that the election was stolen, right? Yep. Well, let us see. Do you believe that the 2020 presidential election was stolen from Donald Trump? No, I don't. I, I, I don't believe that the election was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like seriously, right? I mean, he's one of the, like, the, the top <laughs> leaders of this this right. group that's basically saying, no, 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 I mean, it wasn't stolen, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that shit? I mean, he's oh, even saying man. it's not stolen. And, and, and I, you know, I, I get so what was really, really, really wild to me and, and really blew me away in, in studying this and, and watching all the footage was the handful of black and brown people. Because let's just be totally transparent. Had that been a mob of Black Lives Matter supporters, Black people in general, brown people, indigenous people, gay people, trans people, you can believe, there would have been more deaths, hands down, no way around it. But if you are a cisgendered male in this country... You can storm the Capitol. Yeah, I would have been great. Oh, you would have been perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And me too, as long as I wasn't wearing like a 
hey, I'm trans, sir. Absolutely. I would have been completely yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, we actually saw police officers doing their best to keep this thing as a peaceful protest. Yeah. No, no. Black, brown, pride, rainbow flags coming, storming the Capitol. We're going to meet them with force. Oh, you'd have been shot. You guys at all. We were everybody had been shot, you know. Just dead. Yeah. We'd have never got past the second step. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Never would have happened. Yeah. This and is then, the country. You know, and then January 6, 2021, in the morning, President Trump and his allies encourage his followers to show That's up right. for the protests over That's Twitter. Right. Now, Trump tweeted that the states want to redo their votes. They found out that they voted on a fraud. Legislatures never approved this. Let them do it. Be strong. I mean, he said it. They found out they voted on fraud. The states want yep. to redo their votes. Yep. <laughs> now, I found something very interesting. Representative Lauren Boebert who's a Republican from Colorado. I don't know if I pronounced her last name right. <laughs> Tweeted, today is 1776. Now I want to show you a video earlier in that same week. I'm Lauren Boebert, and I approve this message. Cut. That's a wrap. I'm Lauren. I'm a newly elected congresswoman from Colorado. Even though I now work in one of the most liberal cities in America, I refuse to give up my rights, especially my Second Amendment rights. I will carry my firearm in D.C. and in Congress. This caused outrage from Democrats in the media. Why? It's our job in Congress to defend your rights, including your Second Amendment, and that's exactly what I'm here to do. In D.C., of all places, we should be encouraged to practice our rights. So forget what you hear in the fake news. Here are the real reasons why I choose to defend myself in our nation's capital. I'm a woman and a mother of four. I choose to defend my family with all of the force the Constitution provides. D.C. is one of the top 10 most dangerous cities in our country. Homicide rates and violent crimes are skyrocketing here. Being a member of Congress is pretty basic. I don't go to work in a motorcade or armored car. I don't get police escorts everywhere I go. I walk to my office every morning by myself. So as a five foot tall, 100 pound woman, I choose to protect myself legally because I am my best security. So this is why I choose to defend myself and my family. Not only is it my right, but it's a right I was sent here to protect from Rifle Colorado. So if you see me in DC, say hi, you're safe with me. So, and, and again, sexy female toting a gun. Is that a message to carry your guns to Congress? I, I I'm gonna, I, I would carry mine. I mean, that sexy beast said so. I'm that was, doing it. That was earlier. That was put out earlier that same week of January sixth. Today is 1776. Was her tweet, and that's what they were chanting as they went in 1776. And carry a so, gun. They, they, That's and right. carry a gun. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. The boar about to boil over, man. We are about to boil over. Yep. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. 
everything that and everything that led up to the situation and this again we're going to do another show that we're we're going to examine if it was a riot an insurgents an attempted coup some of them just said it was just a walk through the park yeah the congress people the republicans sort of changed the (laughs) names of it oh it wasn't that big of a deal it wasn't really right yeah now the event with trump started with his son donald trump jr and he's going to explain right that the republican is no longer your republican party but instead take a look the people who did nothing to stop this deal this gathering should send a message to them this isn't their republican party anymore This is Donald Trump's Republican Party. This is the Republican Party that will put America first. You have an opportunity today. You can be a hero or you can be a zero. And the choice is yours, but we are all watching. That's right, guys. That's the message. These guys better fight for Trump. Because if they're not, guess what? I'm going to be in your backyard in a couple of months. Guys like Scott here. Look at Wow. Okay. I can't go through the whole list because I don't have 45 minutes to go through all the patriots that have been fighting, that have been on the ground, that have mobilized to put good Republicans in those positions. Guess what, folks? If you're going to be the zero and not the hero, we're coming for you, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Friend or foe, today, Republicans, you get to pick a side for the future of this party. Again, I suggest you choose wisely. Stand up and fight. Stand up and hold your representatives accountable. And when you do, we can keep America great. Thank you, patriots. So if you listen to the words that he was saying, he literally falls into exactly what we were talking about with fascism. Exactly. Exactly. You don't have the right to have your own opinion. That's right. Because we're going to be in your backyard. That's right. You, think you better pick right. That's yeah. right. You better pick right. And you're forced into making a decision and you better pick right yeah. or else we're coming for you. Yeah, because we no longer have this, um, this ability in this republic to choose who we want. That's right. So that's not that's a republic right. anymore. No. That's the no. true definition of fascism. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, at that event, there were multiple speakers. And, of course, I've got to show this guy. Let's have trial by combat. I'm willing to stake. I'm willing to stake my reputation. The president is willing to stake his reputation on the fact that we're going to find criminality there. Is Joe Biden willing to stake his reputation that there's no crime there? 
No. Trial by combat. Trial by combat. Wow. I mean, you can't, if you cannot kind of see how this <laughs> is continuing to escalate, I know this is riling you up. Oh my gosh, you got me so heated I, over here, man. I know to... you're ready to storm the Capitol right now. <laughs> oh, I'm big, I'm going. I'm going. As soon as this is over, I'm jumping in the car. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> You'd be the oh, sole so... person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1776. Yeah. Redonkulous is all I can say, man, yeah. that people don't see this coming. But again, who wants to admit that they have been manipulated? Who wants to, to admit and whose ego wants to let them know that they have been completely, I mean, because basically, and this is what makes me so angry about a person from the South is, you know, so many, I mean, like the, like the amazing guy that you showed in the beginning, you know, with the QAnon shaman oh, and the Afghanistan folks. And the airplane and the, and the horn dude. Absolutely. Love Absolutely. It. And I'm with exactly. I, I, I think it was the horn guy. I, I'm pretty sure it was. And I love the t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> meet the meet the idiots. I love that t-shirt. But here's what basically these people are saying to you, all of you from the South, is they're smarter than you mm-hmm. and you're too stupid to yep. think for yourself. So what they do is they play Mm -hmm. on your generational sensibilities surrounding the whole civil war, your Confederate loyalty, and all of these things, they just play on you because we have not evolved past this. And that's what they're saying. And your Confederate loyalty makes zero sense. Absolutely. You're voting Republican. And just so you guys all know, they were the Democrats, was the Confederate. That's right. That's um, right. They were definitely not the people of Lincoln. That's right. And you were killing <laughs> the people of the Union. So the, you were actually trying to kill the United States. So Absolutely. technically, you're traitors. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you so know what? why fly the two flags side by side yeah. is what. You know, when Tommy, when Tommy was on my uh, high wall clean, um, he, he brought up, the, we brought up that thing just briefly January 6th, you know, and he was saying too, he's like, you know, it was like, you know, back in the day, they would have just shot you <laughs> if you were storming the freaking, you know what I mean? They would have taken you right. back behind the freaking thing and probably just shot right. you in the head. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, right. You were trying to overthrow the government i mean it was like a coup in a sense yeah um i I don't see anything other than that so yeah but now there are more of course people that spoke at his january 6th (laughs) event but for purposes of timing i want to actually now move on to our dictator hopeful (laughs) the elite the chosen one or also known as the second coming of god Mm -hmm. donald trump here we go All of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. 
because we're going to have somebody in there that should not be in there, and our country will be destroyed, and we're not going to stand for that. For years, Democrats have gotten away with election fraud and weak Republicans, and that's what they are. There's so many weak Republicans, and we have great ones. Jim Jordan and some of these guys, they're out there fighting. The House guys are fighting. But it's, uh, it's incredible. Many of the Republicans, I helped them get in. I helped them get elected. No third world countries would even attempt to do what we caught them doing. And you'll hear about that in just a few minutes. Republicans are, Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back. It's like a boxer. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country. Our country. Our country has been under siege for a long time, far longer than this four-year period. Walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, and we're going to try and give the Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. Not even one vote. But we're going to try and give our Republicans, the weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help, we're going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. He also used a lot of the same terms of yep. fascist dictator that we kind of yep. outlined what those qualities are. That's right. That's right. That's right. And this is what now we are at the stage to where we are going to go to the Capitol. Absolutely. Next week. That's right. That's going to be our target. We're going to explore the Capitol riot, or maybe it wasn't peaceful really a protest, riot. Right? Peaceful, peaceful protest. Right? Peaceful protest. Because I also want to make mention that Donald Trump Jr., in his, in his speech when he was up there, I didn't actually play this part, but he actually goes through this whole spiel about how the Democrats' protests are all violent and do, you know, create damage and all this kind of stuff. 
and then what happens? Yep. That's Absolutely. what we're going to look at. I can't wait. I can't wait. So make sure you join us next week as we dive deeper down into this topic and actually bring you more research and <laughs> transparency and, oh gosh, a level of thought that is just necessary, man. Just yep. necessary. Yep. Because for the for this whole situation, the problem is in the assumption that if you're not this supporter, you must be that supporter. Mm-hmm. We got a, 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 a the only way to 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 change the way we operate is to realize that there's a middle, there's a middle. Yep. And so I look forward to next week diving into the actual peaceful protest of January the sixth with you, man. Absolutely, and check out uh, Lona Curie's Recovery Soul Food, transgender mentor. Check That's out my right. high wall clean show. Check Keep it getting out. getting high. Doing it clean, baby. I'm still getting high, but I'm doing it clean. That's right. That's right. And make sure you push all those awesome buttons underneath this video. Like it, subscribe to our channel. And remember that you can catch this podcast on all your major podcast networks and mm-hmm. even Audible. So if you're already an Audible listener, make sure you add high wall clean to your library. We we really thank you and we appreciate you and thanks for all the support you all are seeing us. Seeing Absolutely, us. and we're going to keep walking. We'll keep walking into some of the craziest shoes out there. I'm really enjoying <laughs> this. Right. I love the, I love the craziness of this this whole thing. It's, and it, it is funny to me. It really is. There's yeah. so much comical yeah. shit to this. That, there is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's scary. Absolutely. This one to me was scary when I was this doing all this thing. research yeah, and I'm looking at these videos and I'm kind of analyzing their words and what they're saying. I was like, holy shit. They it's literally off. are moving in that. Yes. That yeah. direction of a, you know, the authoritarian type regime. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I tell you, you know, for, for, for people like us that study the brain and, and, and human behavior for basically a living and a hobby, this is, it, it is so clear. It's just so clear. Mm-hmm. And as we get into next week's, we're going to be able to see that mob mentality. We're going to be able to see how emotion plays off of each other, how, mm-hmm. how, you know, how this was never going to go any other way than the way it did. Yep, so I appreciate absolutely. all your research, man, yeah. all your hard work. Okay. And then we'll see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of walk a mile in my shoes. We'll see you then.